Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 29. Today's podcast is titled, Somebody's Watching You. Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 029, and it is titled Somebody's Watching You, and this is the Limitless Life Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and this is where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you deserve, and I am super, super excited to bring this podcast to you today. And I want to thank you for listening uh, because this podcast is a lot of fun to create, but it's way more fun to hear about what you get out of it, what you like about it. I just love it when people uh, tell me, you know, hey, I remember the title this week. It was really good. That guy that I interviewed last week, Dr. Janopoulos, He's got a lot of stuff that uh, makes a lot of sense. I really like to learn more about what he's doing with his Atlas panel. Um, you know, we had Josh Lewis on also a couple weeks ago, uh, my trainer, and he's super, super uh, interesting and, and knowledgeable. Um, this has just been a, a really fun thing to do. But more importantly, it's really about just really helping you to find ways to make your life a little bit better little by little, day by day, and, um, you know, take away some limitations, right? Like, I mean, if we can make some positive actions going in the right directions and take away some limitations in your life, that's what this is really all about. And uh, it's just having a lot of fun doing it. So um, today I don't have a special guest. I am the special guest. So congratulations. You get to listen to me talk for the next 20 minutes. And um Today's podcast, I titled it Somebody's Watching You, and you're going to figure out why by the end of my points that I have. But uh, today's been a really interesting day. It's a Tuesday that I'm recording this, and um, and this is really kind of the backstory about how I came up with what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're in March. Uh, today is the 14th of March. Yesterday was my wife's birthday, so if you know my wife, wish her a belated happy birthday. And um, today's the 14th, and we got dropped on with a bomb of a winter storm today, and it's been super cool. Um, I love winter storms. <laughs> Some people can't stand them because it requires, you know, changing everything. And, uh, you know, but I, I love, I love a lot of snowfall and I love the outdoors and I love a lot of winter, uh, you know, a lot of snow. So pretty excited about that. So I, um, I knew the storm was coming. They talked about it all day yesterday. It was all over the news. Stormageddon, here it comes. And we've had a really mild winter up until now. And this has been, you know, it's actually been, it's lived up to what they said it was going to be. And they don't always do that. So I was like, ah, oh, we're going to get forages of snow. I, I never get my hopes up for a lot of snow because I always seem to get disappointed. But this one, I think, I mean, we probably got a foot of snow at least, maybe more, maybe 14 inches. I have no idea. But I know that it was it was pretty significant because I uh, plowed a bunch of times today. Um, so I started off my morning, my Tuesday, like I always do. Every Tuesday, I get up first thing in the morning and uh, I read my morning devotional, and it's my you know prayer time, my time with God. 
And then at 6 a.m., and I was on a little bit early today, I uh, go on to on my laptop, which is right in front of me right now. You can't see it in the camera. But I go on a um, an accountability call with um, these other uh, chiropractors that I've been in accountability group with, gosh, for it's over 10 years. I know it's over 10 years. We've definitely done a decade of once a week accountability calls. So these guys are awesome. They're a lot of fun, but they're super great people. And uh, they hold me accountable to to my goals, but just being a better human being, a better Christian and, and so forth. And, um, and then after the accountability call, that's an hour, then uh, I hit a, I hit a workout in my gym. And here's where I started like looking out the window. So we have a home gym in our basement and it's got windows so you can see outside. You can also open the windows and get some air in there when you're you know, huffing and puffing. And uh, that fresh air was pouring in this morning and the wind was blowing and the snow was just whipping by. And I kept looking out there like, oh, I wonder how much snow we have. I wonder how much snow we have. So I was being tempted to not even do my workout, but because I wanted to just go outside and play in the snow like a little kid. And, uh, <laughs> but I hammered my workout, did great. And then of course, school is canceled all across the board. So every kid is home from school, which means the plows can, you know, take it a little easier. They don't have to worry about getting school buses out. But, um, my daughter who's homeschooled is like, do I have to do homeschool today? And, uh, you know, we're like, well, you can do some, you can do some because, uh, you know, school's not really canceled for you, but, you know, I feel bad because like, you know, I loved, you know, when a snow day came, I wanted to go outside and play. So she's like, will you go outside and play with me? And I'm like, absolutely. Let's do this. So I got ready, got dressed and, uh, we went outside. She helped me shovel a little bit. Cause I, I want to, I'm kind of, I like to make sure the sidewalks are clear, but just so nobody slips and it doesn't turn into ice later. And, uh, so we go outside and I'm like, Hey, let's get the snowmobile started. And so we have this old snowmobile we keep at the house just for making trails and for days like today where the snow's deep and we hitched up a sled to the back of it and I dragged her around the yard and we are really blessed because we live in an area where we've got a couple of great spots to go sledding. So I drove her around and um, we did some sledding and I, I just kept, you know, meeting her at the bottom of the hill. I drag her back up on the snowmobile and she'd bomb down the hill. So she was loving it. She didn't have to climb up the hill every single time. And uh, it was just super, super fun. And then I went back to work after that and became an adult again. It got all serious. I had to be an adult. And um, so, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, to touch on that and, you know, it's, it's not bad to be a kid once in a while. So here's, here's the first thing I want to talk about, though. The first thing is this. Point number one, if you're a note taker and you want to write these points down. Point number one is don't let the circumstances that are out of your control knock you off your rocks. And that means this, that, you know, you should have like some things that are just non-negotiable, right? Things that you're always going to do because... They're super important to who you are, right? They're they're what make you a healthy human being. They make you healthy physically, spiritually, emotionally. You know, they make they make you well rounded. And if you can create habits around the things that you want to become, don't let circumstances that are out of your control prevent you from doing them. And so, the reason I started the podcast off talking about some of my 
rhythms and rituals that I do on a Tuesday wasn't to brag about, hey, look at me, I read my my scripture today, you know, that's not it at all. That's that's just who I am and who I want to be, right? It may not be who you want to be, but that's who I am and that's who I want to be. So that's why I do it. And that's why I'm not going to negotiate that. That's why I'm going to always make sure I have that. The same with exercise. I'm not going to, it's very, very easy to talk me out of exercising sometimes. Like I can do it myself by just being distracted. Um, but it's not who I want to be. I don't want to be the distracted person that, you know, sees the window, you know, the snow blowing outside and saying, hey, I'm going to go play. I'm going to, I'm going to boot my workout for the day. Instead, you know, that's important to me. I'm not going to let the temptation of doing something different take me away from something that is, I know long-term is going to be super good for me and I'm going to be super glad that I did it. So that's the other side of the coins. You know, um, point number two is this, is, you know, look for an opportunity in, a, in, in the storm. Like today we had a storm, so I'm like, okay, what's the opportunity? The opportunity is that, I get to spend some really fun time with my daughter doing something that I know she's going to love and I know that I'm going to enjoy too. And we had a moment together that was just like, hey, this is really, really fun, you know? Like she's like, you know, dad, push me, you know? So I'm pushing her down the hill and she's rocketing down the hill. And then I zoom down there and we rigged up this rope that's got a clip on it, you know? So she's going to always hopefully remember that time where dad took her out there and we did this thing together. And, you know, I'm not, again, not saying, hey, look at me, look what I do with my daughter. I'm saying that no matter what like crazy thing happens in your life, there's there's actually some opportunities in it. And, and, it, and it could be not just a winter storm, but it could be maybe you get fired from a job, right? So say you lose your job and you know, you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to make the money that I need to pay my bills or, you know, do whatever I've got to do with, you know, this job, this job was my identity, blah, blah, whatever it might be. But what about a better job? Could there be a better job? Could there be, uh, could that be the opportunity where you actually get to go try something that you really want to do? You know, how many people like go to school and they do everything that they think they're supposed to do. Like I go to college for four years and I, I do all the classes and I, I get by and I don't really enjoy all of it, but I do it because I know that that's what I'm supposed to do. And then I go into this field that I'm kind of good at, but I'm not, I'm not like a hundred percent in love with it. And what happens? You end up taking this job where you're making some money and you know what? I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, I'm getting by and paying the bills. I'm, I'm able to afford some things now. But like, is that your passion? Is that what you're really good at? Is that what you were called to do? You know, so maybe getting fired from that job is an opportunity to go out and really figure things out that you never really figured out before. And that's why I really like the idea that we're homeschooling our daughter because she's getting the opportunity to try some things that, you know, she thinks she wants to do. Like she really thinks, you know what, I think I want to be a vet. So we get, we're friends with our veterinarian and, and he's got some daughters and, and so she hangs out there all the time. So she gets to, to see some of the stuff that he does and he's let her come in there and, and help out and witness uh, him in action, doing some different things. And that's the opportunity to say, Hey, is this something that you think you could do day in and day out? Can you see yourself doing this? Yeah, it's an opportunity. So 
You never know. You never know what opportunity is going to present itself in what situation. We oftentimes just get so focused on the negative that we miss the opportunities. So I just want to remind everybody, no matter what, even in the worst of weather, that you can you can weather the storm and find some cool, cool chances to do something different. All right. So point number three is really a, a good thing to do too, and that is never overschedule your day. Um, so if I didn't build in a little extra time today, I probably wouldn't have been able to do this. And I, I like to, you know, I like to put some cushions in in different parts of my day, so that in case I have to go longer with something, or in case I have to start sooner with something, that I can do that. If there's travel time, I always leave myself a little extra time on both ends. It's kind of like the airlines. Like they say your flight's going to take off at a certain time and you think, oh my gosh, the flight's going to take off at 8.20. That means I'm going to be in the air by like 8.22 probably, right? Because like everybody's going to be on the plane and they're literally going to push away from the gate at 8.20 and we're going to be in the air in two minutes. But sometimes you sit on the runway for 30, 40 minutes, but yet you still make it to your destination or your connection on time. And that's because they build in extra time on both ends of it. And they can actually fly the planes a little flat faster sometimes too, by the way. So depending on if they get a tailwind, tailwinds are good. Um, so yeah, don't overschedule your day because that oftentimes will prevent you from being able to take advantage of opportunities. So that was point number three. And that takes us to point number four. Point number four is um, don't ever lose your playful, childlike self. And um, remember to always find time for some fun. And as you can probably tell today, I'm in a really good mood <laughs> because I got an opportunity to go out and have fun today and play in the snow like a little kid. And I even got a time, I got time to watch um, a little, um, a show that my wife and I like to watch called The Chosen. I watched that for uh, a little while with my wife and I took probably about a 15 minute nap in the middle of this show. So I got a little extra energy from that. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty happy at this hour. So pretty cool. All, and, and, you know, I remember uh, famous chiropractor said uh, something like this, and I'm just paraphrasing. BJ Palmer said, uh, don't ever take yourself too damn seriously. You know, and that I think that's such a, a good piece of advice um, we oftentimes get so, so serious that we, again, miss out on opportunities. It limits us. Our seriousness can limit us. And I, I, I don't think I'll ever be accused of being too serious because I know there's times when I need to be serious that I struggle because I like to, I like to have such a good time. Um, last one is uh, number five. And I'm going to tell you a story about this one. And this was really where the podcast was going to go today. Um, it was an old blog that I wrote uh, called um, Your Legacy. I think it was the title of it. And uh, I told the story about how when I grew up in an Italian-American family, every Sunday, really beginning in the fall of the year, my father would get home from uh, 8 o'clock Mass at St. Patrick's Church in Oneida, and he would start the process of making homemade sauce. So he'd start peeling the garlic and the onions and everything. And I remember him chopping them all up and sauteing pork neck bones in this, uh, you know, concoction. And he cooked this sauce for hours and usually around 
two o'clock in the afternoon, everything was ready. And I mean, so, you know, it simmered for hours and hours and hours and it smelled so, so good. Um, and then all my, you know, my family wouldn't, we really wouldn't eat much all, all morning. And, uh, and so it's like an early afternoon lunch dinner because, uh, you, you know, in an Italian American family, you tend to overeat a lot, but this is a tradition that my father, uh, you know, we always did. We always had Sunday sauce, and it would go from the fall of the year all the way to the springtime. We always did this every single Sunday. And um, and then we would take naps in the afternoon, typically, because you were so carbo-loaded. <laughs> wasn't the healthiest thing in the world to do, but I'll never forget it because it wasn't—the food was great, but— the other part was just being together as a family. And this is where we talked about life. This is where we shared about life. This is where, you know, future, uh, you know, girlfriends would be brought in, boyfriends, whatever, and they would be introduced to the family. And then usually they ended up, we would end up marrying them and, and the tradition continued and the table got bigger and, uh, it's just, you know, you know, then babies are born and they're brought to the table. And my kids, my older two boys, especially my oldest, he still remembers going to my dad's house and doing this. And I remember my older siblings talking about going to their grandparents' house and doing the same tradition. So that legacy was, you know, passed down from the generations before. And, you know, that's where my question is. Point number five is really a question, and that is, what are you going to be remembered for? What are, you know, what are your children, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, what are they going to remember about you? I mean, you get the opportunity to write this story in regard to what you want people to know you as, um, how they're going to remember you by. You know, today was an opportunity for my daughter and I to have a memory together and I hope that's something that she fondly remembers. I don't know if that will be it. I don't know if I'm going to be remembered for doing a podcast. I don't know, but I know that these things, I wouldn't be upset if I was remembered for those things. So I always want to be remembered for wanting to have a good time, that's for sure. And I always want people to remember that I'm all about trying to live a healthy uh, a healthy lifestyle and that, that chiropractic is a super important part of that. Um, and at least that's the way we, I was brought up. That's another thing that I remember from my father. He, he really taught that and instilled that in our entire family as well, that, uh, taking care of your spine and nervous system is good for everybody. And, um, yeah. So uh, what traditions are you going to remember for? What, what traditions are you creating? You know, my, my children are watching me, you know, my daughter's watching me get up early and, and, and my kids, you know, see me, you know, on this accountability call for a decade, you know, that that was important to me. It was, they're going to be, you know, hopefully remember that. They're going to remember me hopefully for wanting to be physically fit and exercising because I, I see now that all of my kids like to exercise. They're, they're into it as well. So, you know, these habits that, that you're doing are being watched too. Hopefully they're great habits that you're passing down from one generation to the next. And, you can make the next generation better by who you are being, not who you are just pretending to be, okay? So your actions speak louder than your words. And I, I hope that uh, today's podcast was uh, inspirational for you. Uh, be sure to, to share this with a friend or a family member, whoever that you think could benefit from hearing this. And, um, 
you know, I just really enjoy this and appreciate it. If you guys want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. I'd love to read that uh, on the on the air sometime. And uh, yeah, just be sure to uh, like, follow, share, subscribe, whatever the the method is to to keep this thing going. And uh, I just really appreciate all of you for tuning in and make sure to tune in each and every week to uh, stay connected, to be inspired and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. Mm-hmm.